Come on! Come on, chicken shit! Come on, I'm standing here waiting! Come on, you pussy! What's up, everybody? Revival House Network here with another commentary. What's Zach. up, baby? You know what's funny is I don't think there's ever been a podcast where I didn't... I'm never able to get your name out, because when I start to say your name, you go, What's up, baby? And it's like... <laughs> so I just need to learn to not say your name, because I know you're going to yell something. <laughs> You'd think we'd be more in sync at this point, but... You know what day it is today, baby? Uh, the time of this posting, it's Friday the 13th. It's Friday the 13th. Don't lie to them. It's Friday the 13th right now, baby. We're doing this live. In honor of Friday the 13th, we're going to do uh, Friday the 13th part six. Arguably, would you say this is the most fan favorited? I don't know. I'd say it's it's between this or four, maybe. I know a lot of people don't like this one. Really? Yeah. Because there's no boobies in it. Oh, there's no boobies in it? None. The only movie in the series without the boobies. But it's got to be super refreshing after part five where they got fake Jason to have real Jason again. I guess, but that movie has some nice titties. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, We're watching it, uh, a copy that we own. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I do not believe it is, but... You guys should all have access to Friday Part 6. So, I mean, I don't think it's too hard to locate. But how does this one start up? Does it start up with the uh, just the logo, the production studio? What the fuck did you think? It, start, it starts out with a fucking Uncle Bill short. It starts up with the logo shit. Now, how many <laughs> times are you going to ask me this? <laughs> you said Uncle Bill. Mr. Bill? Mr. Bill. <laughs> Uncle Bill could be our version that we start putting on our movies. All right, so we're going to get going. We're going to do the classic countdown. We're going to go three, three, two, 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 one, 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 play, play, play. Oh, hell yeah. Look at that mountain. How much you want to bet I can throw a pigskin over that mountain over there? <laughs> what? How much you want to bet I can throw a pigskin over that mountain right there? <laughs> Everything I got in the bank, my friend. Oh, we'll see, baby. We'll see. Now, this is your favorite one. Is that correct? No, I like part five. You're the one that likes part... I thought you liked part six. I like part six, too. But part five, that's the one you said is like your favorite one? Mm-hmm. The fake Jason? Yeah. Why do you like that one so much? It's a fun slasher movie. Do you consider it to be... Does it ruin it for you knowing it's not really Jason or no? You just kind of consider it no. like... No. If you want to talk about a movie with Jason not in it, talk about Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. Edit that out. <laughs> we're leaving it because we're live, baby. You forgot we're live. <laughs> That's how you know we're live. That's proof. Here's here's that motherfucker from uh, the, the horse shack or whatever. Squiggy. It's Squiggy. That's not a Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley, you fucking idiot. He's from the, he's, he's from the horse shack. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not. It's horse shack. <laughs> That's right. Bro, he's one of the sweat hogs. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I've never really understood why Tommy Jarvis, after going what he with you know going uh, after going through what he did in the last one, why he has to go all the way out there to kill Jason. Because he's a fucking idiot. Like he's stupid. Like Jason, we already know. Like as far as he knows, Jason's been cremated. And he's like, no, I got, I gotta go. I gotta find him. I have to get him back for what he did to my family. He's a dumb shit. I love this opening though. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Zombie Jason, the dog in the street, the shots of the the fucking woods before. It's cool. Here's my question. How does he have the Jason mask? Because in the fifth one, he had a completely different mask, right? Yes. And if he had the mask, shouldn't he have shouldn't he have known that the Jason in part five was bullshit and didn't have like a, a surplus of hockey masks to just go through? I mean, he knows. Yeah, they found out that the Jason was bullshit in part five. But he thinks that he's still alive for some reason because he's retarded. I mean, that's absolutely stupid to dig him up is what I'm saying. Yeah. And why would he have a marked grave? I blame that fucking, that shit he huffed in uh, Return of the Living Dead. Fucked with his brain. Who's who's mowing the grass on that plot? The fucking drunk caretaker. Hmm. That we see later in the movie. See, you thought I didn't have an answer to that, but I fucking tricked, I fucking, I blew your mind with that. But why would they do it, though, man? Did you know in Chicago I visited um, Al Capone's grave? And nobody gives a fuck about his grave. It's just overgrown with weeds and stuff. You can't even hardly find it. Yeah. So I I think they wouldn't mow Jason's. I wouldn't mow anybody's grave. They don't give a fuck. They aren't going to notice. Do you not want your grave mowed? No. Do you want to be burnt? I don't want to be in a grave at all. You want to be burned? Yeah, you got to burnt me and fucking huff my ashes. Oh, you don't want us to spread your ashes? And get high as fuck. Okay, I see. You gotta do it too, cause I'm totally dying before you. So what if it was, what if it was like a last request type of thing? Let's say I don't want to say you because it's kind of morbid, but let's say Mac, right? Because <laughs> you got to be a part of it. So if Mac passed on, whatever age in life, well, I'm, let's 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 make this a little happier of a setting and say it was when he was like a hundred. We all live to be a hundred. Everything's hunky dory. Anyway, we're all 100 years old. Mac passes away. And in his will that they're reading to us, his final request was that we all have a circle jerk all over his ashes and jerk off on his ashes. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Do we honor it? I would. And do you think at 100 years old, we'd just be happy to get it up and ejaculate? We wouldn't care of the circumstance. Yeah, we probably wouldn't be able to. I mean, well, so... What if that was like his last troll, knowing we'd have to try for hours on end just watching each other wank our little fucking old dicks? That might be what I have to write in mine now. That would be funny. That'd be a funny prank, man. And it'd be funny because everybody who really knows you would be like, oh, he was always kidding till the end. He can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd write in the will, no, I'm serious. I'd have the guy reading it say it multiple times for effect. <laughs> like in a show. <laughs> and then I'd have them like yeah. stuff and mount me and hang me in the square. And, like, all the kids can come beat the shit out of me with, like, a pinata. Okay, wait. So they can shove candy up my ass and stuff. So we had ashes first, but you make a better point. You know how there's some cultures that uh, t- stuff the bodies and put them on display in their homes? Like, sitting in a chair with their legs crossed or whatever? Fuck that. Clothes? That's creepy. You gotta put me on the town square and beat the shit out of me. But you've seen that, though. 
Yeah. Okay. So what if that was Max's last request? That he's just kind of sitting in his living room, or his mom's living room, cross-legged. He's got his fucking Jinko jeans and his. His mom lives to be 150 something. <laughs> his mom had Mac when he was she's 50 something. I no, I'm just fucking making a guess. I don't know. So anyway, he wants to be preserved as everybody knew him, sitting sitting in front of his PlayStation Jinko. Jinko jeans and a, a giant 3XL ICP shirt. And and you know what? Just just to relive the past, we go ahead and we give him those fucking braids, those cornrows or whatever they are. <laughs> and his last... What if that was his fucking... Dude, what if that was his last request? I want you to tattoo fucking Juggalo paint on my face. I want you to put <laughs> braids in my hair. I want you to give me big cargo pants and a giant-ass fucking Hatchet Man t-shirt, and I want you to position me cross-legged or whatever um, in a living room chair, and then I want you to all beat off on me. <laughs> and then after that, he's going to be displayed in Kane Otter's house. Oh, does he collect dead bodies or something? He, he's a juggalo, so he would, oh. he would want a juggalo <laughs> body in his house. That's so funny. We need to find Kane Otter's phone number so I can call him and talk about ICP. You know, what's funny is I have general knowledge of IC. I probably more than general. I could talk to him and he would think I was serious. We could talk about, oh, what you think of that new uh, album, Bang Pow Boom, or whatever you the fuck. Could, you could prank him pretending to be Shaggy Too Dope or Violent J. <laughs> and be like, we heard you was a big fan. He's probably talked to him already. Oh, like you don't sound anything like him. <laughs> I'm sure you could do the voice, man. How do they sound? They kind of have a graspy voice. Who's the fat one? Shaggy Tudo uh Hey man. He's the one he's the one with the black voice but the white face, obviously. He's wear he's wearing white face, that's offensive. But I'm saying he's a white guy with a black voice. Because he's white, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a really deep voice. But you have the other one with the kind of the graspy voice, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just seen him on Howard's. People term. listen to this are like, why the fuck are they talking about ICP? I don't know because because Kane Hodder's a juggalo and you have to know that you have to deal with that. Your favorite Jason's a juggalo. Deal with it. They're all pissed now. So does Jason not was okay? He's not wearing a mask, right? He's just zombified. This is this breaks the mold, baby. They're showing Jason's face at the beginning. Usually they don't do that. Where his eyeballs at though? Yeah, he's he's really dark. He's hard to see. Very, very lit in shadow. I love that shot. Yeah, that was really cool. He killed Horshag. What the fuck? Now the fucking guy's gonna come and bury that, thinking Jason's still in there, but it's Horshag. Would you fuck Horshag? No. What was that thing he was eating at the beginning? Was it like a chicken bone? He was just eating, like chewing on or something. I always wondered that. This music's interesting. An interesting choice. Completely different than the, any other soundtrack. It's very, uh... What do you think of this? Oh, it's awesome. The James Bond? Yeah. That's genius. Apparently people hated that. Like, they were like, they just jumped the shark. Like, he comes back from lightning, didn't get him, but that really jumped the shark. I mean, the whole intro is jumping the shark. But it's, it's the best start to a Jason movie that I've seen. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Because a lot of them tend to be a little boring. You have those dumb recaps. This one didn't have a recap, thank God. No recap. I mean, I hate the I None. hate those damn recaps, man. I, I like the part four recap. The start of the first one's slow. I think even the start of the second one where Jason kills the fucking survivor from the first one is slow to a degree. This is, you know, gets right to the action. You're just a fucking riddling, fucking ridden pussy is why. Like, oh, this movie has talking. It's too slow for me. There was like nothing said in this. <laughs> I get that. They did. They were talking on their way there. Oh, in the car. See, you're lying to us. See, now that we're live, you can hear all of his mistakes like that. And that's how you know we're live. <laughs> but I can't hear the fucking talking when we're talking. When we're talking. Because we keep the volume rather low, so it still entertained me, is what I'm saying. The, the fucking that was quick. The 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 black screen, the white text on the credits. That's the same, just like every movie. But it went really fast for this one. How unique is that too? Where usually, where the credits would have came in, like it did after he did the uh, James Bond opening, it would have been fast forwarded to a different time, right later. Mm-hmm. But this actually continues off the from the opening. How many movies do that? It breaks to show you opening credits, and it cuts yeah. back. Yeah. Part five, uh, fast forward a couple years. I guess it actually wasn't because he was dreaming, but it, it was fucking little Tommy Jarvis, and then it went to big Tommy Jarvis. Rank uh, rank your favorite Jarvises. Now, I mean, I know part five is going to be the last one. Even though it's your favorite Jason movie, the part five Jarvis is the worst Jarvis, right? Yeah. He, he doesn't even say a word. So... So who does it come down to for you with Feldman and uh, him? I like Tom Matthews, all right. I don't know. He's horror royalty. I like I like them both. Did you see that? Uh, there, a short film was made called Don't Go in the Woods Alone or something, or Don't Hike in the Woods. And it, it was played off like, oh, it's kind of like found footage. It was a guy's GoPro was most of the movie. And I don't know where he gets attacked by Jason. You find out it's a Jason fan film. And then it ends with Tommy Jarvis showing up, played by Tom Matthews. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Is that on YouTube? I saw it a while back. I don't think it is. I don't know, though. It might be. Probably not very good, though, right? It it was well done. I mean, it it wasn't like video camera. It It looked like they put some money into it. When you say money, you mean the money it took to buy the GoPro camera at Best Buy? Tom Matthews. Oh, yeah, Tom Matthews. Ah, he's probably not too expensive, man. They should have fucking went total meta and brought Corey Feldman and Tom Matthews. He could have been listening to Corey Feldman's album while he showed up in the movie. That would have been a nice little nod. What do you think about the proposal from Feldman himself saying he'd love to, you know, come back as Tommy Jarvis for a sequel? I doubt it'll ever happen. Yeah, but isn't that funny, though? You know, it's just that's his career is totally at the level of doing shitty horror movies like Puppet Master and Demon Toys versus Demon Toys. Zombie King. Zombie King. But what's funny is he grew to be too big for a movie like Friday the 13th, obviously, after he did the movie. <laughs> and but now he's lower than Friday the 13th. He's not at this level. Yeah. He's like. Like I said, he's at Puppet Master versus Tomorrow. He's Charles Band shit, right? He he uh, narrates the entire uh, Friday Crystal Lake Memories documentary. Does he really? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, well, it's still voiceover work. They couldn't get Morgan Freeman is all to narrate. Oh, this chick is the director's wife. Oh, right there? Mm-hmm. she a dog? I'm just kidding. Sorry. You a dick, baby? I'd stick her with my wang. Hey, let's just fucking run him over. Yeah, she she bitches out. Look, she doesn't go through with it. She should have just hit him. Oh, he's gonna... I think uh, I think Jason's face looks badass in this. His head. Yeah, I like the look in this. I think it's cool. I know a lot of people like the banana laser guys don't like his gloves and his overall his jacket or whatever. What's wrong with it though? I don't know. I I, I never had a problem. I guess maybe this is the only one where he's wearing gloves. And it, why the fuck would Jason cover his hands? Why would he care now? Yeah, that is funny. So, did he rise from the dead wearing gloves? I think so, yeah. I think he... Oh, that makes no sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that... that I guess I don't... I guess I never, really never noticed it. They probably just didn't want to make up his hands, so they just put gloves on him. Interesting. Yeah, now I can't unsee it, man. Now I'm just staring at his gloves all the time. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking shame with the, the game... Yeah. Hopefully they figure that shit out. Victor Miller, if you're watching this, figure that shit out, though. We should get him on the podcast. We should We should find his number and call him real quick. We should get his side of the story. Yeah. Let me see if I can find his number real quick. I doubt it. <laughs> There's no way. How do you know, man? He's been getting death threats recently from fucking oh, yeah. gamers. <laughs> oh, just from gamers? Yeah, they're fucking being stupid. Like, how is that going to help the situation? Mm, VictorMiller.com I'm sure it's just going to have his publicist information. MasterCard. That's American Express. It's American Express, dude. American Express. You ever have an American Express? I have American Express. Uh, Do you ever buy Coke and hookers with it? American Express card. Don't leave home without it. Whenever we go to Vegas, we're going to have to get some Coke and hookers with your American Express. Um, Sure, why not? My American Express kicks ass, man. I love it. <laughs> is, it the, is it a magic card? It never runs out? You know, I don't have a phone number for Victor Miller, but I could get a hold of him via direct email. We should Maybe I should send out an email and see if he wants to come on the podcast legit and just talk about his side of the story. That'd be cool. You know what? I'll go ahead and I'll uh, I'll get back to that. We'll see what happens. Because it's been a long time since, I don't know, we, I, just, I just became disinterested in reaching out and talking to people and interviewing people. But Victor Miller would be really relevant, you know? Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Maybe I'll see what's up with there. And then, just because I'm feeling it, because Corey Feldman's always fucking relevant with us. Literally, he always comes up and everything goes back to him. I will reach out and see if maybe Feldman would do an interview. Mm-hmm. And we could tell him how much, you know, our show is just a giant homage to him. He's like, but I listened to an episode where you were making fun of me for losing my tooth. I'm like, oh, well, you know, you got to be able to laugh at yourself, right? <laughs> Fuck you, knobs, right? <laughs> he, he responds in all caps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With no, nothing separating the sentences. No he's trying to run on. Yeah. Swallowed a frog. The chicks in this movie are pretty hot. 
That blonde chick. That black chick, though, she hot. That black chick, she went on to... You remember back in the day, like, they would have fake titles for these movies because they didn't want people to know they were making them, you know, early in production? Mm -hmm. She went on to do... Uh, uh, what was gonna be the seventh movie? And in the in, in the script, it was like a character named Wayne or something is killing, uh, is going after a fucking girl that has telekinetic powers. And she goes in to read for it. She's like, "Wait a minute, is this a Jason movie?" They're like, "Yeah." And she's like, "I was in one already, and I died in it, so she couldn't be in it." <laughs> So it it's it funny though because they they had this uh this tradition of calling the the scripts like naming them after a David Bowie song. So if you were in Hollywood, you probably you probably get in the know like oh it's a David Bowie uh, titled script. It's probably a Jason movie. Now, if you were around to watch part five back when it came out, how do you think you would have reacted at the twist that it wasn't Jason? And how do you think people reacted at the time? Did people absolutely hate it? Uh, I think so. I think people didn't like it. Um, as as a kid, I was stupid. I probably would have been pissed. But actually, as a, I, I saw it as a kid, and I always liked it as a kid. It, it, I mean, the twist, the idea for the twist itself is pretty cool. But how they execute it is so tacked on and fucking shitty. Yeah, and you know what's funny is like, I was watching those movies. It's like I was so young that I was I was like I didn't even notice like oh that's not supposed to be Jason. Like I I think I kind of remember thinking like oh I I thought Jason just always had a fake back of his head or something. <laughs> like, but but just just how tacked on it is. Like it's they have that shoehorn scene at the beginning where that. You know, fat oaf gets killed. That's a great fucking scene. It's totally random and silly and goofy, but... You know who that was that killed him with the axe? Uh, I, I have heard who it is, but you have to remind me who is it. That was Suicide from Return of the Living Dead. Okay, that's right. Another connection to Return of the Living Dead with Tom Matthews. Maybe when you're watching the movie, though, the first time, you don't ex- you don't really put it together because you're not... Because you're not expecting them to do that, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 Jason Five, so it's just like, why would they? It's gonna have Jason in it, so you don't think it has any relevance, right? It's it's only because we've seen it before and we know the twist that when we watch it now, it's like this is so fucking Scooby Doo, it's bullshit. Yeah, in a way, it was kind of the most like the original, I guess. Yeah, I guess the the bait and switch. Yeah, yeah, but the original in theory was better because it was his mom. It was a better twist. This was some fucking idiot who had no, had nothing to do with it. It, did, it doesn't explain. Okay. His son was the, the fat kid that got killed. I know his son got killed by, by, by suicide. what's his face by suicide. So he kills all the kids at the camp. How does that make sense? Yeah, it does. He kills everybody, but the kid that did. <laughs> I mean, how does, how does that make sense? It would make sense if he killed suicide. Well, me and Mag did a commentary a couple of years ago, and we were speculating. Oh, he must have—he must have just started killing blindly to create the illusion that it was Jason doing it. He didn't want to get caught. He was actually really smart, if you think about it. Okay, so he's trying to cover up his shit with Jason, like <laughs> stuff. Oh, whatever. I mean, it could work. Are they, when are the are these twinks going to start blowing each other? They're they're playing paintball. Oh, was paintball a thing in the eighties? I guess weird. so. 
I didn't think that really blew up until the 90s. This is the only scene in the movie that had a different guy playing Jason. This was the original, like, they cast somebody else first. And this is their first day of shooting. And I guess Paramount saw the footage of this scene and said, oh, you're going to have to recast Jason. So they did. But not refilm the scene? Yeah. <laughs> like, does it? Is it that obvious? Um... I don't think I've ever really noticed it. Let me see. I wonder I wonder what it, maybe they were like, "Hey, it'll fly on this one, but for the rest of the movie he's going to be too small like he normally is." Cuz he was all he was small in other movies, you know. He wasn't a very big guy. Yeah, he just kind of became taller later. Well, Freddy vs. Jason, dude, he's he's too big. I hate the fact that they made him a big hulking monster. Um but not as much as I hate the fact that they might that Rob Zombie made Michael Myers a big hulking monster. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, another giant hulking mask guy. Stupid. Dumb broad. Just stay in the kitchen where she belongs. Belongs. This guy's amazing. He's got problems. He's fucking pissed because she killed him with the paintball gun, and he's a pussy, and he's mad. Uh-oh. Why has he got that machete, though? Because Jason needs it, that's why. See, look, he looks a, a little different. So maybe if they had him panned out, they would. It looks okay there, but maybe if they had to use him for the whole movie without, you know, wide shots and shit like that, they'd see that he was like small or something. Uh-huh. Something like that. There's got to be something. I don't remember what they didn't like about him. He was Jewish or something. Are you just guessing? Yeah, maybe that's why they didn't like him. Like, oh, he's a Jewish guy. He's a Jewish guy. Maybe they had a problem with it. I don't. I'd cast... If I was making a Friday the 13th movie, everybody would be Jews. They thought like, oh, the Jews, they were responsible for spreading the Black Death. You know what my favorite Jews is? Jews from Blank Check. You know? Juice. The juice is loose. Oh, oh, I guess OJ too. That was That was a thing. They thought the Jews were spreading the Black Death. It's nothing like that now. Like, the Jews never get blamed for anything. Like, we've totally outgrown that. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You doing the Tommy Wiseau? <laughs> so, yeah, this... The music got a little Police Academy for a second there. Tonally, it feels really different. Comedic value. Even visually, not just, like, music-wise and cue-wise. It just seems tonally different. Mm-hmm. The music is completely different in this one, yeah. Is it a different composer? Same guy. Same guy? Just different, yeah. Oh, interesting. Because uh, the movie's more comedic, so they make the soundtrack a little bit more comedic. Yeah, that's wacky. I wonder if... I'm getting a real, like, Child's Play 3 vibe with the woods and the fucking camo and stuff. <laughs> Which, you know, I still attest that that movie sucks. Oh, fuck you. What do you think of that batshit news about the re- the remake coming out at the same time as the original, you know? It doesn't surprise me. That's fucking weird. Like, I get it. I, part of me wants to ask, why the fuck would they want to cause all that marketing confusion by doing a movie at the same time? And they don't care because it's different people. It makes me think that they don't give a fuck because they probably assume the TV show won't happen anyway. Well, or they're going to try and beat it. Yeah. It's a movie. They could probably beat the TV show, maybe, to production, I'd imagine. And that just all that would do is fuck over the TV show, maybe. 
I don't know. I just think it's a nightmare. Uh, you know, and of course the people, I don't know who owns the rights, the film rights. Who, how does that work? It's MGM, right? Mm-hmm, the film rights. So how were they able to do Cult of Chucky and, and all that shit? Didn't, is that not the same? You know what I mean? Did MGM have a part in that too? Maybe Don Mancini has the rights to Chucky, but they have Child's Play or something stupid. And they just came to a disagreement at this point? Like, okay, I'm going to take my thing to TV. Okay, well, we're going to fucking make our movie still? Yes, so, yeah. They were going to remake Child's Play years ago. They even had, like, a teaser trailer. Then it became Curse. Wow. It became Curse. And I I remember in 2010, that's when it was. Catherine Hicks was fucking cast in it. I don't remember that part, but I remember 2010 is when it was announced, and they were going to go dark with it. They were going to be like origin again, but then they announced that Brad Dorf was still going to voice him. Like, okay, this could be legit. And then I saw that Danny Trejo was attached to the cast. I'm like, ugh. But anyway, you don't like the Trejo, dude. I just think I don't. It's not that I wouldn't be interested, or at least curious, to watch the remake. Danny Trejo should start a band called Atreyo and and cover Atreyu songs. <laughs> no, uh, but what do you think? I don't know, man. Do you? Would you rather see a new guy besides Brad Dourif play the doll? No. Are they going to have a new doll? Are they? Do they have the rights to do a good guy doll? Does that have to be something totally different? It sounds like it's going to be some kind of futuristic. They 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 made a point to call it a futuristic doll. So it's probably going to be like, oh, it's this new doll that that's designed to be like a real kid and, or something. Who knows? It's going to be like Small Wonder. It's going to be like Small Wonder, that show. Hopefully it's a, it's a joint remake of a Deadly Friend in Child's Play. And we're going to see that the fucking Ann Ramsey get her head fucking exploded by a f- fucking basketball again. It sounds to me like the Leprechaun remake all over again. Where we're going to use the name but have something completely fucking removed different mm-hmm. you know which sounds like a horrible idea i mean i'm not saying somebody couldn't take the overall theme of a killer doll and not make a good movie but i don't know i personally was fairly interested when they announced uh when mancini announced the tv show to me that's more interesting than the movie uh a tv show with Dorif and all that stuff in it mm-hmm it's more interesting because I think Chucky would see, work in a series. You think the people watching this in the theater are like, man, I can't wait to see this chick's tits. Oh, that blonde chick, too. That chick, too. Hopefully they les out. This movie's going to have so many titties. I can't wait till they come out, baby. And it doesn't. It never happens. There's no titties. You know what's funny is, do you think by today's standard, this movie would be PG-13 then? Uh, Probably not. Is there any hard language in it? Yeah. That shot when he grabs the guy's heart. Would have been cut. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the Indians did this. Like, yeah, you know, he he came over and kicked the rocks over, you know? This guy was in another uh, camp movie called uh, Summer Camp Nightmare. And it was like a Lord of the Flies type of thing. He kind of looks like, uh, he kind of looks like Alvin Colbert from Bill, uh, Happy Gilmore. No, not, not from that movie, but he kind of looks like the young Alvin Colbert. Kenny the Cameraman. And I'm Kenny the Cameraman. We need a sequel to that movie. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Get to uh, give Josh, he's in prison, right? For doing a bunch of crack. 
Yeah. Give them all some work. They, they could go to a crack, uh, like uh, a place that wings you off the drugs in that one. And Tony Perkins just happens to have gotten a new job there. That'd be pretty cool. What's interesting is Ben Stiller looks decent enough. I mean. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not a fat camp. It's a crack camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, he, they meet for the first time. He's like, oh, Josh. Oh, I wonder how you lost all that weight. Crack. <laughs> what's uh? Oh, you know what's funny is I was listening to the uh, schizophrenic commentary, shitty movie once again. That was amazing. I listened to it after, and I caught something that Josh James said that I didn't really hear him say on the actual podcast. But and I and you guys were talking about it, and I, I guess I missed it, and I know what the fuck you guys were referring to. But he brought up, and I after I listened to it, I did some research on Google myself and validated it. He he. What he said was Creighton Duke from Jason Goes to Hell's getting a spinoff. Yeah, I saw that. Why? Somebody was talking about it. Well, it was the it was the writer, the director of Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, I read I read up on it. I'm like, who in their right mind would think that that B list character from a B list Jason movie needs a his own movie, his own film? I was like, he's gonna go around breaking people's fingers for no reason. That part always pissed me off. Of that movie for no reason, he breaks his fingers. Like, oh, you want this information? I'm going to have to break your fingers. It's not like you need your fingers. It's not like you're trying to take down fucking Jason Voorhees. Like, you could be fucking ruining him. I don't understand. Is he just a masochist? He's a fucking idiot. He's an asshole. Because I know, I mean, but yeah, who does that? 25 years later, let's make, let's give that fucking random guy a, a, a spinoff. You know? Oh, you know what? If that makes sense, then why don't we give the homeless guy from the first, uh, the first Chucky movie, a spinoff. He needs his own movie. Let's let's give a spinoff to the second guy he fucking uh, jumped into. He body jumped into. The one that he had to shave the mustache off before he jumped in his body. Okay. Well, I always wonder what that was about, too. Why the fuck did Jason strap a guy down and shave him before he fucking... Ju- Why didn't you just jump into it and then shave him? Did you just not want to put your mouth on his hairy lip? Let's, you know, it doesn't get enough attention. Let's give Eddie Caputo from from Child's Play his own movie. Because, you know, we, we're really interested in that guy. That would scare the shit out of me. Like you're just running through the woods and you see that and he just, he looks over at you for no reason. As if he's a fucking crocodile. He just knows, you're, he senses you're there. How come he's not screaming? Why is he just, you know? I don't know. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's cool as a cucumber. I think he's a bad actor. This uh, this is one of the death scenes that was added after the movie was already completed. They just needed another two uh, body, uh, two people to die. Count. Yeah. Why is that? Ah, the fucking Paramount said so. There's a quota. And that was the bottom line. Look at that ginger nut. Oh, there's actually little kids. Yep. This is the first one where there's actual little kids. I remember thinking, like, there's a scene where Jason comes in, and he is he going to kill the kid? Holy shit. Because, and like I said, you guys have to forgive me. It's been a while since I've seen part six. I actually had held a mini marathon, because we got them all in voodoo uh, a couple of months ago, and I literally watched through part five. And I was pretty Jasoned out mm-hmm. at that point, so I didn't get to six, and I can't. Did you watch the, uh, the cuts I made with uh, Joe Bob Briggs hosting? No, I watched the voodoo ones. I've been watching those. And, and speaking of that, 
Today is Friday the 13th. We're doing this live. Joe Bob Riggs is actually doing a live 24-hour thing, too, on Shudder. Go get that shit. So fuck his shit and just keep watching our shit. No, you should probably watch his shit because we don't know if it'll replay. Our stuff will replay. They're totally going to do it. You know, they haven't mentioned if they're going to archive it, but why would they? They want to kind of keep that uh, that suspense factor like, oh, man, I better hurry up and get it because I might miss it. Once it's gone, it's gone. I guess I'll get it. But then again, you know, once the marathon's over, they're going to announce it's going to get archived because mm-hmm. they want to get all the people that missed out to come. They just want more money, man. Fuck, I'd put out a Blu-ray set of it. Yeah. I Well, yeah, good luck to that, man. All's right. Yeah. All the rays, yeah. Yeah, geez. Shutter selects Blu-rays. But um, no, hopefully what they do is they, they do it annually. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be sweat off anybody's nuts. There ain't no budget there. Joe Bob, just commit like a couple of, you know, just do just do it once a year. And then if you do it once a year, I think he said he's going to do 13 movies, right? Something like that, yeah. Okay, and you got 13 movies or slash episodes, like seasons. That's like a season right there. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. It would. That would come. I'm going to have to watch it and jack off at least once while I'm doing it, just to be like old times when I was a little kid watching it and jacking off. But that mean, but if they archive it, that means they're always going to have to keep the license up for whatever movies he did. That's what sucks. That's why it's like, maybe they won't. They won't, because they change their movies out. For budgeting reasons or bandwidth reasons, they have to keep the movies fresh, and it's like, well, they'll always have to keep those ones up. Hopefully, somebody out there is going to fucking archive it for us, if you know what I mean. Yeah, if you guys know what I mean. BitTorrent that shit. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll come right out and say it. Just know I didn't do it if it happens. You look at the uh, the torso we're getting. Or did I? You know what? This chick walking around like that with that midriff, man. And if I was a kid at that summer camp. I'd be spanking it. I would be coming my pants. I would just shoot a fat ass nut all over my face with my mouth agape. Why is he wearing more clothes than her? Or no, why is she wearing more clothes than him? Why is his tits out? Yeah, look at what, what what's happening with that shirt. Why are his tits out? Because they're nice tits. But what's going on with that shirt, though? But like I said, why is he the woman here? They're fucking through the clothes. This is weird. It's 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 uh, amazing. But yeah, man. If uh if those are my counselors or whatever, I'd be spanking it. I'd be spanking my little smoky underneath my my blanket. I'd be imagining all the chicks lezzing out while I jack off into my own face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look at him. dude. I this is ridiculous. Imagine how awkward this would be to shoot. Yeah, he's. He's really acting like the woman in this situation. <laughs> He's got his cum face, baby. Hey, this looks like the exact same shot and frame from Devil's Rejects when Sid Haig is fucking the one fat chick. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah, don't worry about it. You good. think the new one's going to be uh, good? Uh, here's my prediction. I predict it'll come out and be okay. People will be like... I- Rob Zombie's good again. Yeah, it's his it's his ace in the hole. My prediction is is I still won't think it's great, but I think it'll easily be his best film since Devil's Rejects. Right? Since uh since Lord of Salem, you mean. Gross. 
I hate that fucking movie. Oh, you're such a bitch. You're such a little cunt. But I, but I, not liking Lords of Salem. It's just a gimme, man. It's kind of like when Star Wars: The Force Awakens comes out. You know, you know, it's gonna at least be the best one since Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, it's gonna have a fat fucking cockroach sucking. I'm going, okay? See, has the days passed when we'll see a Friday the 13th in the theater? Hopefully <sighs> not. I want them to just scrap that fucking remake, scrap Jason Goes to Hell, make Friday the 13th Part 8 or 9, and set it in fucking the 80s. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, they're not really fun when you take out the 80s. Yeah, just have it perpetually take place in the 80s. The whole series. That would be fun. Because they, you know, if you ever seen, they did the Netflix Wet Hot American Summer, and they had it, uh, I think, in the eighties. Mm-hmm. It's like you could do period. Nobody wants to do period pieces anymore. Just do a period piece, or set it in the nineties and have people walking around with corn shirts and like jinko no, pants. That'd be fucking horrible, man. <laughs> you know, and not only should they do it in the eighties, but they should throw an extra homage at us and cast people that are from that era. Give Polly Sh- Shore play this guy's role, right? Polly Shore can play the MTV VJS character that's at the, the camp. Exactly. And then you have to get Sinbad in there, too. <laughs> put Give Sinbad a job. Uh, who else? Um, Andrew Dice Clay, you got to put him in there. Maybe Andrew- I, can't ima- I can't imagine any of these people in a Friday 13th movie. Andrew, should- Andrew Dice Clay should play Jason. He doesn't have to talk. You just see his fucking big, tall hair. Isn't he fat now? He's fat and he's bald, so that, none of that work. But he would work. I mean, you put a mask on him. I get, yeah, they wouldn't have he to shave his be, head or put an appliance. He's bald, yeah. They could literally just have him Jason. He doesn't have to talk, but he can be smoking his signature cig through one of the holes in the mask like he does. He could just be doing the mannerisms and we'll know it's the dice. <laughs> And this guy needs to show up court and have his shirt on like he had it on earlier. Who else, though, man? Oh, dude, you got to put Ragman in it. Ragman. Fuck yeah. You got to give Ragman a role. You got to. Um, that'd be fucking incredible. That movie needed a sequel. This is the scene where Jason grabs her and starts fucking her in the bathroom. Dude, I'm so I'm so excited. You know why? I got to tell a mini story here. I'm touched. So, you know how Riverman's kind of amidst purging all his shit? Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's kind of entering that stage of life that I'm at, too, where he just realizes, you know, these things that we, we clutter our life with, they don't, they're not bringing him the same joy they used to. Like, he's not finding any satisfaction from it. It just becomes stuff. That's a telltale sign of suicide. He might be trying to kill himself. Well, no, I just think it's a... I fear I'm worried about the Riverman. It's a telltale sign of... Having a kid, right? And having a family. It puts things into perspective, right? Another reason people kill themselves, having kids. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so I've always I've always been jealous of his trick-or-treat one-sheet. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were at a convention, and they had two. This guy, this vendor had two one-sheets, and they were both not, they were not folded. They were rolled. They were pristine. And I missed out. On, on one, like we were waiting till Sunday, right? Wait until Sunday when stuff gets marked down because the vendors don't want to leave with anything. Anyway, they had one left. Or no, he he got his and then I, I kind of pushed off because I was busy running our table and I just waited too long and I didn't get it. So I didn't get one and he did. And I was so, I've been jealous ever since. Anyway, I think he's hooking me up with it. 
You lucky bitch. Because it's pretty cool, man. And I love that movie. I love that movie so much. Stice, 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 There's four Alice Cooper songs in this movie. Oh, I know. That's the cool part. It's, it's It adds to the cheese, but... Mm-hmm. This was the last shot they filmed. What is it? Man Behind the Mask? Is that how the song... Is that the song? Yeah, that's the original song they made for it. Would you fuck a Jason right there? This movie's pretty over the top. Like, that's a weird shot. Why would he do that? Why is he standing on top of it? Because it's awesome looking. I would love to see Jason pull his cock out and just fucking rub it in my face there, too. Didn't Josh James say, doesn't he hold this one up pretty high, like his favorite? Yeah, I wish he could have been on, babe. I, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, Like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I'm kind of starting to swing on your side of the road here. I don't see how it could be someone's favorite. It's not very Jason-like to me. I liked it a lot as a kid. I think this is a perfect one. Maybe the entry one, if you have kids. Like, oh, it's a Jason movie. There's no titties in it, but plenty of violence. Let's watch it. Is this the one that does a lot of cutaways and cuts out violence that got edited? Was it? Yeah, the MPAA started fucking really taking the the scissors to these movies around this time. Part seven was the worst. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of seven, but one of them I I, I heard had immense cutting to it. That's part it was, part seven's like every kill happens off screen. That's fucking stupid. The MPAA had such a weird fucking organization. They're basically just like, yeah, it's censorship. That's okay. Censorship is bad in America, but it's okay when the MPAA do it. That should, that should be their fucking motto. Censorship is okay when you're MPAA. I, once again, it comes down to parenting, man. Dude, just fucking look. If your kid can tell a difference and he knows better what make believe is, you know, versus reality, then go see the movie with him. Make a make a judgment yeah. call as a parent. I don't understand like like in Canada, like every movie that's rated R here in America is rated PG thirteen or something there. Uh-huh. And if it's rated R, it's basically RNC seventeen. So a lot of uh theaters won't carry it. Because, like, Jackass Part 2 was rated R instead of PG-13. So a lot of people, like, I remember a, a buddy was telling me, like, he couldn't go see it. Or, like, he had, like he didn't know if he would. It, it, was, probably for, it, was, it was probably for the horse cum drinking scene. Yeah, that, that was it, yeah. You know? Or the scene where Bam Margera was getting a strongman dild- gold dildo, like, hit into his asshole. I remember when I watched it, they censored out his mouth when he drank the jizz. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think they just did that in the R-rated cut. Yeah, that might have been in the theatrical version, but I think yeah, on the home release, the unrated, you see the you see all of it in its glory. I, I thought that was weird. I thought that was weird. Like, why'd they censor that? Do you think those movies would be fun and, and worthwhile doing commentaries for? Would it work? They'd be great for a drunken commentary. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if we a back to do a drunk, we could do a drunk commentary on here and do that. It'll be our, our fucking sequel to Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> My friend has a pretty fucking hilarious uh, story about watching that movie in the theater, too. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it involved taking booze into the theater. Well, tell me, man. Don't just say you have a cool story and just hold on to it. I, I can't. He'd have to tell you. Oh, you don't know it? It's it's just, yeah, I haven't heard it in so long, but I just remembered it was awesome. Zach, I'm not going to talk to your friend. Let's be real here. It's not going to happen. Maybe I'll get them to tell the story someday. Would you fuck Jason, though? I bet he's got a big fucking dick. You think his dick looks like a slug? I don't think Kane Hodder is a very imposing figure. He just looks weird. Like, his body's weird. He's a juggalo. He's, yeah, it's what they do. It's in their DNA. <laughs> I mean, he looks different now than he does here. This isn't Kane Hodder. This is C.J. Oh, Graham. Seven. He appears in seven? Yeah, seven, eight, and nine. Oh, my bad. Seven, eight, nine. And ten. Okay, that's why it's not him. Because, you know, I was wondering why he didn't have the fucking basketball boulder shoulders. Mm-hmm. Basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. That movie's on a fucking, uh, what's it called? Prime. We should do it. We should we should do a fucking Space Jam someday. So why do you think, um, why did Kane Hodder have the longest run out of anybody else? Why was everybody else in and out, but Kane Hodder got to be around for, you know, a handful of flicks. I think he's just the first guy that was like, yeah, I'll do it again. Apparently, they originally asked Ted White to do this movie from part four, which is my favorite, Jason. Uh-huh. And he declined, but later on said he wished he would have taken it. Why? Because he didn't do anything else in his place? No, he was he was busy through most of his career, but he, he just... He didn't like... Like, when he first did part four, he didn't like it. He didn't like the movie. He didn't like Corey Feldman. He, he's notorious for talking about what a little shit Corey Feldman was on set. He channeled that. He channeled that into his performance, I heard. <laughs> and I guess, like, now that he, you know, he he's met the, the fan culture, he likes that he did that movie and wishes he could have done more. But at the time, he didn't like it. Especially when Tom Matthews played Corey Feldman in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to play it. You don't have to work with that little shitty anymore. <laughs> this is where she dies, I think. Didn't get to see her tits. No. Did he say why he hated Feldman? Maybe he was like, that fucker tried to accuse me of touching him left and right. <laughs> it didn't happen. I guess he was just uh, uh, playing a lot of jokes on set that annoyed him. <laughs> so it was, it was just an older guy being like, fuck that kid. I hate kids. Yeah. I hate kids. That's Hulk Hogan. I hate kids. No way I'm wearing that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some peace and quiet. I would fuck Hulk Hogan's bald head. <laughs> would you? Would yeah. you? Okay. No, seriously. And this is a serious question. I don't want you to give me joke answers. I don't want you to give me fucking troll responses. I want legit, your honest truth. I'm channeling the real Zach here. Is the real Zach here? Is that what you really want? Yeah, I might talk to the real Zach here. I wouldn't fuck this real bald head then. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, but but I like where you're going there. That's the real Zach. I want to talk to the real Zach. You think that Baker on her shirt is a reference to Angela Baker? Listen to me for a second, okay, real okay. Zach. This is real Zach. For $10,000, would you bukkake on Hulk Hogan's head? You don't have to fucking touch him. You just have to. Oh, that's all I got to do. Yep. You literally have to stand on a stack of cinder blocks and him be about a foot under your dick. And you just have to fucking blow a lot. Is it against his will? (sighs) Yes. Fry not. Okay, fine. (laughs) No, he's for it. But okay, he's for it. Yeah, I'm doing it in a second. And he just had to jerk off on his bald head. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Consider it done. A hundred thousand dollars, uh, and he's it's against his will. But but he's blindfolded. <laughs> He'll never be able to tell. He'll never. We, after you after he's got your cum, after after he's got your pearly goodness dripping down his bald head, we just dump him in an alley somewhere to be found. <laughs> but he's alive. He's unhurt. He's just got a little blindfold on, a bed mask, and he's got cum on his head. And then someone's gonna find him like Hulkamaniac. You got cum on your head. Oh no. Brother, what if it actually fertilized his head and made his hair grow back? <laughs> no, it's just growing like little funguses on it, little mushrooms. <laughs> it's fucking gross. That was real, Zach. Though it would all work out for me, be like I got hair again. He, what if that's all you need? You just need to come on your head. No, it would grow hair in the spots, the little ropes where the ropes were. <laughs> Which would just look weird. So then he would be like, I gotta fucking get a whole fucking facial now. <laughs> to not miss a spot. Buy it by the mason jar so he can lather his head with like a basting brush at mm-hmm. night. Exactly. Interesting. I was just curious. Do you think that they should have went, they should have taken that extra walk, they should have walked the mile and had Jason kill a kid? Yeah. Um... I'm all about it, man. I would have laughed. It'd been fun. Do you do you think why do you think why do you think they named Hulk Hogan's character Thunderlips in Rocky Three? Did he have Thunderlips? Did it have anything to do with giving oral pleasure to men? Maybe he has a camel toe. Yeah, I guess. Here's the second song. This is so out of place. It works. It's. I feel like I'm watching a heist movie, like a, like Harold and Kumar. That's fine. Hey, Geraldo. Excuse me. Geraldo Rivera. We should do. Uh, that's something we could do. We could do episodes of Beavis and Butthead. You know, I thought about that recently. It would be fun. Do you have access? Maybe we could do a quickie. I have the entire fucking season on my hard drive. Oh, so you don't have it available to upload now? Yeah. And I have the new episodes on Blu-ray, too. We're going to be doing a commentary of cartoon characters that are doing a commentary on music videos. <laughs> on music videos. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. We kind of are the, the, the beavis and butthead of, of what we do, I guess. Who can you do a better impression of? I guess Mac and Zach would probably be better. Yeah, who uh, do butthead? I can't uh, do. You can't do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could never do either of them. You couldn't do Beavis? No. Try to my rock on the slots. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get some sluts. We should do the movie, yeah. Oh, no, no. I poop too much. <laughs> like, that's the fucking movie, right? He should have went ahead and dove into the muff while he was down there. <laughs> he he just got caught by her dad. He might as well have had a greasy lip. Yeah, there should have been like a pube in his lip. Like he just got done eating a bunch of fried chicken. Just all wet on his mouth. Like, oh, your, your daughter's so wet. She's all wet. How do you rank... Uh... As far as the different Jason looks, not necessarily the actor. I mean, that's regard just the looks. I mean, how do you rank Freddy versus Jason? Because I personally fucking hate that Jason now. I'm sick of seeing it. I think he looks okay. I don't like the jacket. 
Yeah, he's got like the veteran's jacket, the war veteran, the Vietnam vet. The clothes are weird, yeah. He's got the Vietnam vet jacket, uh, which is... I think the back of his head and shit looks fine, though. The mask looks okay. But is he not a little... He's a little tall. He just looks a little dopey. I guess, yeah. It works, though. That's kind of how they played him in that movie. Just a, a, a giant buffoon. A dopey guy that doesn't... He don't know which way's up. What's your least favorite Jason? Jason Goes to Hell? Jason X, probably. Oh, yeah. That's pretty horrible. Before the change? Yeah, it looks pretty shitty. Or should we just disregard Jason X, since that's not the definitive look of Jason X. It's the uber Jason look. That, And ju- if, if we don't... If we disregard just the normal Jason look in that, I'd say Jason Goes to Hell. His head looks like a big meatball with tumors so, in it. Uber Jason's when he becomes all mech and crazy looking. Like Super Shredder. You know who did the effects for Jason Goes to Hell was K&B. So is that the one you hate? Or the one before he turns to Uber Jason? Oh, you just like cut in. Were you talking that whole time? I talking for a second, motherfucker. Uh, I was talking over you then. Go ahead. I missed what you said. Yeah, your audio went out for a second. But I was saying, Uber Jason's the one that you know, when he became all on steroids, like the Super Shredder, that's that's the one you hate, or you hate before he became Uber Jason, when he's chained up? You's there? I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't fucking hear, I can't understand a word you're fucking saying right now. We just had to resync, baby. Because Aaron's internet got dropped to did. I'm sorry. It got dropped to did. I was listening to him. I didn't think it was my problem because all of a sudden Zach's audio got real shitty. He sounded like uh, Poltergeist if he was trapped in the TV. You know, it was kind of fading in and fading out. It was all warped. I was like, come to the light, Caroline. Come to the light. <laughs> we should get that chick on the show. Oh, Zelda Rubenstein? She's dead, yeah. We should contact her through a TV. Yeah. I've got a CRT TV in this room. I'll try and uh, turn it on a white noise channel. Mm-hmm. And we'll try and... Conjure up Zelda Rubenstein. She's creepy as fuck. Remember that movie uh, fucking, uh, what's his name was in? Uh, Jack Frost. And it was like the same plot. He heard ghosts through white noise. White noise. And the movie's white noise. <laughs> yeah. That movie's a snore fest, man. Yeah. It's, it's, mm, it's not good. And I want to like it because I like Michael Keaton. That movie came out and Michael Keaton, like he, he was completely like unheard of for years. And then it's like Michael Keaton's in a new movie and then it comes out and it's a fucking boring shit turd of a movie. Trying to capitalize on horror, PG 13 horror. That's what he was reduced to. And they didn't even like market his name. That That's how dead he kind of was. They were just kind of marketing the movie itself, you know, kind of like, um, when The Ring came out, they weren't saying Naomi Watts in The Ring. No, The Ring was kind of marketing itself, and Naomi Watts was in it. That's kind of how they were doing this. Mm-hmm. You just kind of had to watch the trailer and like, was that fucking Batman? Yeah, it was Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the movie's not good, though. Unfortunately. We, uh, before we cut out, we were talking about our least favorite looking Jason. What's yours? I want Before I tell you my f- least favorite looking Jake, Jason, I wanted to say that, uh, side note, I bought a copy of White Noise at a pawn shop, even though I knew the movie sucked. I rented it when it came out. I'm like, hey, you know what? The pawn shop's got it for two or three bucks here on Blu-ray. I'll give it another shot for a couple bucks. I bought it. It had the fucking DVD inside of it. I bought a Blu-ray with a DVD inside of it. Fucking stupid, man. <laughs> was it one of those ones that came with like DVD and Blu-ray and somebody just kept the Blu-ray? No, which is fucked up. It's a very plain Jane looking fucking Blu-ray, no no combo pack, and somebody had a Blu-ray and a DVD, and they must have 
I don't know, but it had it was it had the fucking DVD in there, and I sit there and I watch the fucking DVD of it. It was somebody that had the DVD. They're like, "I'm upgrade. I love this movie so much. I got to upgrade to 1080p, motherfucker." And then and then he's like, "I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna make a fucking mockery of this guy and sell him the DVD copy because I want to keep this Blu-ray." But I want to keep the Blu-ray and put it in the DVD case. Is that what it did? I guess. <laughs> but uh, you know, but I, it sits in my collection, and I know it's a facade. It's a lie, because if I somebody if somebody comes over and be like, oh my god, I want to watch the White Noise Blu-ray. I've been dying to see that in 1080p. I want to see White Noise in 1080p. And then they open it up and they're like, what the fuck? Maybe they were like, man, I was totally gonna like lay you tonight, but not anymore. I heard if you watch White Noise in 1080p, you could actually count the pixels in the pixels on the White Noise. The best part about that movie is the uh, documentary and the special features about real like ghost hunters and EVP specialists. Mm-hmm. That's like the most fascinating. And this is before a lot of those ghost shows came out. I think it was like 2004, so it was before I really had knowledge of them anyway. So to me, it was super interesting. But that, mm-hmm. that was about it. Anyway, I remember. Uh, you remember that shitty uh, seek or remake of The Haunting? Oh, with Liam Neeson and uh, oh, and Wilson was in it. Yeah, wow. I had that on VHS, and it had a, a cool paranormal thing at the end. You know what's weird is I don't totally hate that movie. I haven't seen it so long. I don't remember much about it. I I really don't hate that movie. I saw it in theaters too. I remember that. I don't hate it, even though. The fucking CGI ghost that looks like it came out of the Casper movie should make me hate it, but I don't hate it for some reason. The only thing I remember really is a jump scare with a skeleton or something. It's it's a weird thing, man. It's a weird move, but you know, I don't know. I forget that it's a remake, but mm-hmm. it's not bad. There's something about it I don't hate. It's not a scary movie at all. Do you own it? I don't own it, but we owned it when I was like in high school when it came out or whatever. Did you have the VHS with that thing at the end? We had the VHS, but I'm not sure if I ever watched it. There, mm. I have memories of it because, you know, my father and I never spent time together, but I remember one day we were watching movies at night and he let me stay up and I was kind of watching movies hanging out back, you know, behind him or whatever, just watching movies all night. And he never went to bed and it got to be like, dawn, uh, you know, sun up. And he's like, hey, let's go for a walk. And it was totally out of character for him. Like, okay. And we went on a big walk. He's like, let me uh, let me go ahead and show you how to walk to your high school. Because this is right before freshman year was going to start. And I was going to go to high school now. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we'll go that route. And we walked. And I remember the sun came up. And we went by this 24-hour grocery store. And he bought me a donut. I, I, this doesn't sound like very much to anybody out there. But this is like big for me. Man, my dad used to go walking at night a lot. When I was growing up. And this, we never did this. It was very weird, but I actually enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, man, my dad's actually being nice to me. He bought me a donut. We went on a long walk. And then when we got back, he put in that fucking movie. And we watched another movie. And at this point, it was like, you know, 8 a.m. or whatever. But we just stayed up all morning and all night. And then he watched that movie. So that's what that movie makes me think of, I guess. When I was, I remember I, I went to sleep watching that movie one night. And I'm laying in bed, and I, I fell asleep during the movie, and I woke up during the ending, the paranormal show, and it, it fucking creeped me out more than the movie. Well, the movie's not scary, so I'm yeah. not surprised. 
I didn't know it was on there. And like, all I remember is like this old guy is telling a story about like his daughter yelled for him to come in and, uh, she, she's, she's hysterical. And I'm like, what'd you see? And she's like, a man came in here. He didn't have any hands, only sticks. And that scared me as a kid. I was like, a man with stick hands. That's <laughs> scary. But now it's like, how does he jack off? He could sodomize himself. Why would you want to live an existence where you only have sticks, stick hands? He can stick his ass, though. You think he listens to sticks when he's playing around with his cock with his stick hands? Uh, he probably listens to Babe when he's really sad while he's fisting himself with a stick stump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. She, she, she aims a gun at a cop and gets doesn't get in trouble. Wait, who the fuck had that uh, <laughs> that that weapon? Him, the cop did. Yeah, wherever the red dot goes, you bang. Did cops have fucking uh, sights and shit like laser sights? Are they even like allowed to? <laughs> That's a big ass laser sight. It's it's fucking. And it, it looks like a giant silencer. It looks like a giant black dildo is what it looks like. Or just a regular cop flashlight. Why would you have a, a fucking laser sight that's just as big as your flashlight? And why would they even have a silencer? I'm assuming that's what it is. Uh, it's a cop. Why? You know? I don't think there's a silencer on it, but it just looks like a giant one. What a pussy. That cop just let that happen. He needs to just fucking turn into liquid and go under the bars like I do. Everybody does that, right? Everybody can do that. I'm not crazy. Where was this filmed? Um, I'll look. Let's look up some trivia for it. I want to say it was filmed in Georgia, but I could be wrong. This is one of the relatively seldom scenes where they're outside of the campgrounds. It was filmed in Georgia. You know what I mean, though, for the series? They don't they don't step outside of the campgrounds too often. Mm-hmm. Especially in the middle of the movie like this. I mean, I could see at the beginning and stuff when... This opened on August 1st, 1986. Oh, so it opened six weeks before my birthday, before I was born. Not even on a Friday the 13th. They fucked up. Did they all open on Friday the 13th, 13th other than this? Um, Part four did. Probably the first one did. Lame. They usually didn't, though. Yeah. Who knows? The thing is, is... You're kind of going to choose your date based on the competition, too. It's like, yeah, we'll... uh, Yeah, and there could be... They could have made it on a year where there is no Friday 13th. So, what the fuck? We, we got to sit on this for a year or two. This film marks the only time in the series, other than prologues and flashbacks, that there are actually children at the summer camp. Oh, here it goes. And Jason's walking in. That's a nice shot, though, with the leaves dramatically blown by. I like, yeah, I, there's a lot of good shots in this movie, I think. It looks really cool. Them hamsters getting it on. He, I guess uh, the director said a big uh, inspiration was like gothic horror. Like, like uh, in the, like the beginning was inspired by like Frankenstein and shit. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And apparently the original ending of this was actually, uh, you were going to find out that uh, it's going to go back to the cemetery and it was going to kind of, there, there's somebody visiting Jason's grave, which was going to, is going to explain the fact that he was buried and he wasn't cremated like they said he was in the last movie. And you were going to find out that it was Mr. Voorhees, his dad. Mm-hmm. 
but they didn't shoot it. Oh yeah, no, I heard about that. They were gonna, they were gonna, yeah, they were gonna make. Well, they were gonna make it toward Mr. Voorhees was the killer, right? Right. Not the killer in this movie. He just shows up at the end, and then maybe. But was that? But what about the in part five? Did I? Am I making that up, or did I hear that they thought about doing that twist? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I think I said that whenever we were talking about the Halloween. I was like, "Yeah, what if they make a Friday the Thirteenth and just call it Friday Thirteenth, and, and they 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 don't acknowledge any of the sequels? It's just a sequel to one, and it turns out it's Jason's dad." Oh, yeah, I think I'm talking about something else, but I guess I'm wrong either way. Yeah, the blue pickup truck with which Tommy drives is the same truck that Pam drives in Friday Thirteenth Five. So this is they they do acknowledge five exists. Whoa. Whoa. Did Jason really kill the kids off screen? No, that's uh one of the counselors. Oh, thank gosh, man. I was like, geez, even off screen, that's pretty He's I guess he's already killed a kid that wasn't born in part three. That chick was pregnant. Yeah, I guess. And it went he he put a fucking thing right through her chest, too. He's savage. That would have been no. That would have been savage. Even if they would have killed the kids off screen, you walk into that uh, that room that he was in, that bunkhouse, and then there's just blood all over the walls. Yeah, and like been like bloody teddy bears and semen everywhere because he yeah. jacked off when he did it. <laughs> okay. See, this is a mechanic in the game. You can pull out these and throw them at people. Oh, little harpoons. Is that what they are? Yeah. <laughs> So would you fuck this guy, the sheriff? No, he he kind of looks like he kind of looks like Pennywise without the white makeup. <laughs> Does he look like a clown? I guess. I always get real depressed when I see people post um their photo op shots with Tim Curry at recent cons because they're surrounded by him and he's like you know <laughs> got MS or cerebral or you know CP or whatever he's got and he's in the wheelchair and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm, it's not that he's not disinterested. I just think he's permanently got that face on him, you know? Oh, yeah. But it, it depresses me, man. Everybody's, like, all happy, and they're surrounded by him, and you got this guy in the middle. It's just like, uh, you know? I don't know. Life sucks. It's like my picture. I got a picture with George Romero, you know, the year before he died, and he was pretty decrepit, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, I could show you the picture sometimes, but, yeah, he was very... um. I went to this convention here in Phoenix, Arizona, Mad Monster, and it was dead, man. There was nobody. It was on a Sunday, but it was it was empty. All the all the people at booths had no lines. George Romero was just kind of there with his handler twiddling his thumbs, and but he was super old and he wasn't being talkative. He was kind of just kind of drifting. And uh-huh. even when he would sign stuff, like his handler, who could have been like his daughter or something, I don't know. There's kind of they had, you could tell they had a weird relationship there. I don't know, but she had to position his fingers to grip a sharpie for him and then she had to put the sharpie in those fingers that he she positioned you know mm. and then she had to start moving his hand for him to sign that sucks it was it was pretty bad i felt horrible is it life wonderful is it getting older fun i, I don't know i guess it's amazing Till the day he died, man, he was rocking that fucking vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that vest look, and 
And those big ass glasses. Those ginormous glasses and the ponytail. I mean, he had he had his thing going. And he smelled like I always pictured he'd smell like fucking cigarettes and mothballs. <laughs> like a grandpa. It was a beautiful thing. It was pretty cool though, man. He did direct Dawn of the Dead. Did you have him sign your monkey shines poster? <laughs> no, but he had monkey shine shit to sell. Yeah. Monkey Shines is amazing. Greatest movie ever. What's the subtitle to that movie I didn't know existed? Uh, terrify, uh, Terror Ensues or something. And, uh, if you go look it up on Amazon Prime, it has the subtitle as part of the title. One of the days, we're eventually going to have to do Monkey Shines. But if you noticed... I'll do it right now. We just, we just do it right after this movie. Usually, when you start propositioning a movie, even if you're trolling... It catches on and people are like, yeah, do that movie, do that movie. <laughs> Nobody has come out and said, yeah, do Monkey Shine. So, you know, they're going to now that you called it out. I'm just saying, I don't think anybody wants it. Cause they- Adrian Mendoza, get that shit. Get on that. Get, get to Monkey Shines. It's a shit movie. I think you're just, you're just misremembering it. What took him so long to shoot Jason, man? Why was he even giving him a chance? You're thinking of uh, Chakra or that that other baboon, killer baboon movie. Chakra, that sounds like Shocker. Have you ever seen that Wes Craven movie, Shocker? Mm-hmm. I've only seen it once, man. I have to go back. I don't remember if it was good, if I liked it or what. It was very fucking 90s. At the end of the movie, they, they go on like a tour through TV world. Yeah. Oh. And it's just I, CG riddled and it looks goofy. I remember that. You know what would be fun, though? We should do People Under the Stairs. Yeah. That's a pretty good movie, man. Uh, it's uh, That was PG-13 horror before it was cool. We could do a bunch of his movies. Hills Have Eyes 2, where a fucking dog has a flashback. I've never seen The Hills Have Eyes 2. I've seen the first one, of course, but I've never seen Part 2. It's not worth watching. And he directed Part 2? He says he made it just to get some fucking money. Yeah. Well, then... Did you, did you? What'd you think of those shitty remakes? Did you like the remakes? I didn't like either of the remakes. Yeah. I remember people liked the first remake, and I never did. I thought it was okay when I first saw it. The first one, I thought the first one was okay when we watched it in theaters. By the time like Alexander Aja made like the third fucking remake or whatever, I was like, this guy, he's fucking done. You know what's funny? How come that nobody's tried to remake Phantasm yet? That's it's kind of a really that's a really cult movie, so I'm not surprised. So Hills Have Eyes isn't Black Christmas isn't you know? Yeah, but I don't know. Who knows? I'd say Phantasm's kind of more of one. I think uh, the fucking director was like 15 years old when he made that movie or something. I, I'd like to go back and watch Phantasm again because I've seen it. Uh, that's one of those movies where back in the days when I was like three, four, and five, when I'd watch like Chucky and Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff on TV late at night, I'd also see Phantasm. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those movies that would also get circulated on like Creature Feature. And- the first one's really slow. Yeah. It's it's a lot like a European like spaghetti horror. But all the sequels are pretty action like. Kind of more fast-paced. So maybe I should watch the sequels, because I don't think I've ever seen them. I would watch the first one. I think, maybe I just don't realize that I was watching some sequels, too, when I was, like, little. But 
the last time I actually watched the first one was in high school with Riverman. We sat down and watched it, and man, it was fucking boring. We fell asleep. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You're all retarded. You got you, this movie talks too much. <laughs> it was just boring, man. I need to see something. Says the guy that needs tits in this movie. I could do without him, but I'd like him. Yeah, it is kind of weird without him, though. Who's the best rack in the entire series? I say Debbie Sue Voorhees. Part- that was the that's the that head yeah. looks like a cake. It looks like a chocolate cake. Look, it does. It looks funny. It's pure wax. Looks ridiculous. I never told you my least favorite Jason, by the way. Yeah, do and then tell me the best tits in the series. <laughs> um, least favorite Jason. Goodness, you know. The thing is, is I I like the move, the Jasons like in two and three, right? Because they're so different. They're just different. They're not bad. They're not whatever. I kind of like two, you know? I don't mm-hmm. mind it. Um, Steve Dash. I'm trying to think. Slash Warrington Gillette. You know, my least favorite, and, and it's crazy because I used to like it when I was a little kid, but Jason Goes to Hell might be my least favorite. Mm-hmm. When, I, when that movie first came out, I thought it was cool. I'm like, oh my god, now his fucking shit is grafted into his skull. and But it just looks the most fake. KGB did those effects, too. It just looks fake, though. Like, yeah, you know, it doesn't... Looks like he's wearing... Nicotero and all those guys. They made the worst-looking Jason. It looks like he's wearing, like, a rubber mask. Like, you know, the whole head's a mask. Mm-hmm. Now best tits. Best rack. Go for it. I don't know, man. Any rack. They're all good. <laughs> Part five, the chick in the in the fucking the woods. That chick's fucking fat ass tits. You know, I can tell you who has the worst tits in any movie with Jason. That's Freddy versus Jason. The chick at the beginning, she's got those really tiny nips. Oh, those are nice tits. You're, I, I think the fucking remake, the the very beginning, that chick's tits looked way too fake. And I don't, I don't hate fake tits. They just, they looked fucking fake as fuck. I've only seen the remake once, and I saw it in theaters with Riverman. Um, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And I know a lot of people do like it, but I think people just think it was, it was fucking competent. After seeing all the other Michael Bay produced ones, people were expecting a lot worse, and it wasn't as bad as they thought. So they were like, "Oh, it's okay." Yeah, but. The chick and Freddy versus Jason. First of all, I, I it looks like a Ronnie Yu movie. The way how you know, just the way it looks. Fun fact: that chick you're referring to with those tits is in Final Destination Two, and she shows her tits in that movie too. Really? Because it just looks weird. It's weird to see Crystal Lake with that Ronnie Yu look, that weird blue filter, and it just it just looks weird. But anyway, when she's there and she's about ready to you know, reveal those milkers of hers. I'm excited because they look good. But then when she takes them off and you see how small them nips are, a little Hershey kisses and on the big, and on top of that, they're fake tits. You discriminate the small nips. Yeah. I just, it just doesn't look very good, man. You know me. We really need to do Final Destination though. I like salamis, man. You know that. You like them? Like what about baloney size nipples? Yeah, man. The bigger, the better. Oh, the nipples themselves. We're talking about areola. The, the areola. Yeah, baloney yeah. Baloney's, size. dude. The bigger, the better. Like the fucking nipple. The areola takes up the whole titty. It looks like a fucking cock with its its head poking out. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Just call me salami Sam. And that's too big, baby. I like it all, man. Silver dollars are perfect. Those are great. You know. 
I got one more silver dollar. Knew this girl in high school. She had really big, uh, big honkers. And, uh, you know, we got her to flash us. And nice. uh, she did, man. Did you fucking, they, did you jack off on them? <laughs> There's like a few. It, believe me, it, it's, it was kind of like the, the preset of a date rape scene when you think about it. Cause it's like five guys around her. <laughs> Just like five guys, like show us your boobs. Yeah, you ever think about things like that that you did in school and think, ah, that's cringy. Yeah, it is now. But you know, when we were like kids, we were like fourteen, mm-hmm. and you're all hanging out at some friend's house or whatever, and it's party. And you're all out, whatever, and it's just you know you get caught up into like a dare or whatever. It's just one of those things. I heard now. I've heard like nowadays, kids are sending like their boyfriend and girlfriend dick pics, and and it, it counts as child pornography. Yeah, distributing, <laughs> carrying it, and distributing it too. You fuck ups. Yeah, it does. It's a good thing we didn't have to deal with that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a different world, man. I can't imagine because you know passing, dude. I, I come from the days where people were passing notes in class. Mm-hmm. We used to literally write on paper and then fold them up and write the name of whoever it was supposed to be to, and you pass it down, you know, the classroom. And the teacher would find it and he'd read it aloud. That whole deal. Now it's like, now we have the privilege of staring at that tub of lard all day long. <laughs> we are so lucky to have Mister Anderson substitute for us. No, oh. now we have the privilege of staring at that tub of lard all day long. <laughs> he I, he just needs to walk his fat ass into traffic. Oncoming traffic. traffic. I don't see how... How did none of those kids recognize him as the revolting blob? (laughs) Nobody's showing up with a revolting blob 316 (laughs) t-shirt. He was supposed to pinch me if he's running out of air. I love that. (laughs) No. No. We should do that movie, too. Billy uh, Happy Gilmore's back on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He had Sonya Blade as a teacher. I would eat her ass. <laughs> he did. I've always liked Happy Gilmore just a little bit better. I I love them really? both. Yeah, I love them both. But and I think I'm in the ma- minority where most people put Billy Madison slightly over Happy Gilmore. I remember when Happy Gilmore came out. I came in. I came home and my parents were watching, and I was like. Oh, they made a sequel to Billy Mads. Fuck yeah. Because he just ended up playing the same character in every movie. Yeah. So yeah, the first time it happened, I was like, oh, they, they made a sequel. And then it turns out it wasn't. Yeah, that was when Adam Sandler was good, though. He only did it for a couple of movies. Then he made The Waterboy, and it was all different. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it really was. Waterboy really was like a, shit uh, movie. a defining moment in his career. Like, this is this is the last time you'll see a good movie. Uh, the, the last time's over, but. I don't like I don't like the Waterboy. I don't hate it as much as some of them. I think it's shit. Um, I hated it when it came out. His movie fucking sucks. And the Waterboy was a big career move for him. Captain Insano. Captain Insano shows no mercy though. Yeah. And then he made Big Daddy, and then that was the start of dramatic Adam Sandler. Which I I, I like Big Daddy actually. Mm-hmm. I remember I showed up to Big Daddy late. I walked in in that part where the chick was getting, like, putting a brawl on. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I missed the titties. <laughs> I actually like Big Daddy, though. I don't hate it. It got too far after Big Daddy. Like, he ventured way too far into the sappy comedy shit, uh, romantic comedies. But Big Daddy's fine. Um, you know, it's still Adam Sandler light, but I like it. 
Mm-hmm. And it's got that really, it's got that rocking Guns N' Roses cover by Sheryl Crow. <laughs> Ooh, and even worse, it's got that Guns N' Roses re-recording of Sweet Child of Mine, too. They re-recorded it? Yeah, when you watch the credits. Um, if, I, if I'm not... Gosh, I Cheryl Crow did the music video, her cover of it, but I think at the end credits, there's the Guns N' Roses singing it, but it's not Guns N' Roses. It's, it's like half and half. Like, the first half of the song is like taken from a live performance from the original GNR, but when the solo kicks in, it initiates a brand new recording with the at then most current f- with the band with Buckethead and all that shit. Oh, it's so weird. You should listen to it on YouTube sometime, man. As soon as you hear that like snare, you know, when that part comes in, it just switches and you could tell it's like, what the fuck? Then it just goes, and it's got Mickey Rourke in the video. <laughs> There's a video for it. Yeah, Mickey Wart plays the Shackler. The first time I ever heard that song was uh, on fucking Guitar Hero Three. That's when they premiered it. I got a funny feeling, something wrong today. <laughs> fucking uh, Slash was in Guitar Hero Three. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Slash was everywhere, especially mm-hmm. then. I kind of missed the Guitar Hero series. I'd, I'd, I'd play it again. The new one looks stupid, though. Yeah, no, I'm kind of done with it. I never really got into it. Oh, there's all the kids. They're okay. Mm-hmm. They just they just all kind of show up. See, she's she's just to start fucking them in front of the kids. Why do they just all show up now? Havoc's been, been wreaked for a long time now. Why do they? They couldn't have them on set at the same time Jason was. They were too scared. They're pussies. I just kind of like burped and regurgitated some shit up in my throat and don't you hate that but it tastes like chef boyardee and i hadn't eaten chef boyardee in fucking 20 years <laughs> what's that tell you about the ingredients of chef boyardee they're still there <laughs> they they fucking eat shit and then they just vomit it into a cup and seal it and that's what you eat <laughs> you know what's funny is i couldn't eat that shit today it's just disgusting Dude, the spaghetti i haven't eaten that shit forever yeah the can't think about it i don't think i liked it as a kid we used to eat canned spaghetti that's gross. I I I've eaten, like I ate spaghettios not that long ago. That's no different, my friend. That's disgusting. They they're 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 never as good as you. You look at it and they're like, ah, oh, spaghetti. This must be good. It tastes like spaghetti, and it, it just doesn't. No, the the Chef Boyardee spaghetti does not. It's like really weird fat noodles. It's just got a weird can taste to it. Um, the the one that I think I could see myself maybe eating is like the raviolis. mm Hmm. But I'd probably eat those too and be like, yeah, this is gross. Yeah. I used to mix ravioli and beefaroni. One can of ravioli. So fun fact, as a kid, I never knew part seven existed. Because uh, the video store that had all most of the Friday the 13th movies didn't have it. And I was too young to read Roman numerals. Oh, what an idiot. So I thought... It was funny because I just skipped part seven, went to eight, and it still made sense because he's still at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, so why didn't they kill him before they sank him? Why don't they cut his head off? He tried. He oh. turned the uh, boat motor and it it took a chunk out of him. Mm. It kind of looked like it did hit his head, but then it they must have like retconned that in the same fucking movie. So how do you feel about seven? It's my least favorite. I saw it the latest, too. So that could... If I saw it as a kid, maybe I'd like it. Now I don't like it. But, uh... So you like it even less than 
uh, takes Manhattan because people hate that one. I t- takes Manhattan. I have a weird fucking nostalgic fondness for. Me too, but it's just the fact that it takes like an hour before he gets to Manhattan. I always like his mask in that movie. Yeah, I, I, it's cool if more of the movie was in Manhattan, though. It looks like someone pissed on his mask, which is cool. But I think they filmed it in Vancouver. I think the thing was... Yeah, they filmed most of the movie in Vancouver because it was so expensive to film in New York. There's one shot that takes place in New York, and it's when he's in fucking Times Square. Times Square. And they just blew their wad. Like, they had one night to record, and that was it. I think maybe if that wasn't the case, more of the movie would have been in New York. But it takes like an hour for them to fucking get to quote-unquote New York, and even then, you see him in Times Square kicking a fucking boombox, which is epic. It's awesome. But other than that, it's just, Yo, slime head! It's stupid. I can't believe I said epic, too. It was amazing. What fucking year is this? Maybe that'll be uh, the Revival Classics for Friday 13th. We'll put Mac and Zach's uh, Part 8 Drunken Commentary. Because that was before we got the Revival House feed. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Load it up for Friday 13th. Get as much up there as possible. Hell yeah. So, um... Pretty good, pretty fun. Let me go ahead and go through a couple of comments before we we close it out here. What do you think, Zach? Is that an alright idea with you? Is that cool with you? Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> okay. Alright. Let's see what we got here from the kiddos. Buy it. Wait. Oh, I thought that said buy Alice Cooper and Kane Hodder. <laughs> I was like, Kane Hodder was Kane, on that song. Kane Roberts. Um Okay, so I'll read a few here. Um Love, like I said, gosh, man, every single week. I swear we have we have new commenters and I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Of course we have you know the diehards. We have the people that keep coming back and we appreciate that and that's amazing. But man, it's also cool seeing the newbies. Um, so let me start with a couple of them from Raymond Ba. I don't think he's ever commented. I don't. It's not familiar to me at all. Yeah, because I said Ba with a Ba to bang to dang. Oh, easy. Okay, so you recognize it. Okay. Well, <laughs> Raymond Ba, thank you for commenting again. He comments on the paranormal activity commentary we did. We put that up last week. Go check it out. He says, great commentary. I got interested in the first three films, and yeah, they're all the same downbeat ending. Interesting concepts, but then it drops the ball for me at the endings, so I can't get into them anymore. The Katie character is hot overall, and that's it for me. Yeah, she had some big fucking knockers, man. She had some big old... I would smack. She got big old balloons, man. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, Gamer Guys Reviews. Uh, Thank you again for commenting. You've been commenting a lot. It does not go unnoticed. He comments on the paranormal activity as well. Fun commentary as always. On the subject of night terrors, sleep paralysis, etc. Have you ever had a bad dream nightmare related to something you just watched or read? I have dreams all the time where I, like when I fall asleep wearing my iPod. I'll dream that the music's playing in my dream. Mm. And so if I'm watching, if it's on the news or something, I'll dream about what they're talking about sometimes. Yeah. You you interrupted our friend Gamer Guys Reviews because I wasn't done reading his thing. Oh, I just got to answer his fucking question. Oh, wait till I'm done. Knuckle. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, he goes on to say, a few months ago, I had a nightmare related to Stephen King's Christine, the novel that is, uh, and not long ago, Oh, the novel that is. And not long ago, I had another uh, related to the Toby Hooper Invaders from Mars remake, of all things. I recently just watched that for the first time. Really? It's on uh, Prime. 
It has LaWanda in it. She plays the mom. And I'd fuck her in that movie. So have y'all had an experience like this? So you kind of gave, you kind of had an experience when you fall asleep with the music. It's funny you mentioned Christine because I did have a, I had a dream that was like Christine, but it was before I ever saw the movie Christine. Or maybe I had seen Christine and I, don't, I just don't remember it because this, this is a dream I had when I was four. And I haven't thought about it until I just read that comment and it reminded me of it. So that's pretty cool. Like, literally, I haven't thought about this since I was a little kid. Were you a fuck in a car? No. So when I was four years old, um, we used to drive this old Pontiac. I think it was an old Pontiac. And it was like this big blue bomber, man. This old 70s car. My mom had it. And I remember she pulled to the side of the road or whatever. And me, I'm in the backseat of the car. And she gets out of the car to use a payphone that's right there, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm watching her from the car uh, standing at the payphone, and she starts dialing. And all of a sudden, the doors lock, and the car starts by itself, and it drives off with, without her in it. It drives off with me in what? it. What? Like possessed. That's a dream. That was a dream. I used to have a dream where I, w- I would wake up in a driving car with nobody driving it, and I'd be locked in. Dude. It was so scary. And I remember I freaked out. I put my hands on the window, you know, like you would like, oh, my God, mom. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And it didn't it didn't like ensue from there. Like it was going through traffic. No, it, that's kind of where it ended. But it freaked me out so bad. Um, so I wonder if that was just my creative mind at work or if maybe I just don't realize it. But I had six. I used to watch a lot of horror movies. I used to watch mm-hmm. a lot of scary. So when I was like four, man, that was that was the prime time for my development, man. I, I That's when I'd stay up late. I'd watch Nightmare on Elm Street. I used to watch Nightmare on Elm Street one through fucking four. They'd be on TV or whatever. And Child's Play one and two. And and so maybe on one of those same like movie of the week or creature features, I watched Christine. Christine, I didn't realize it, right? I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that dream fucking fucked with me, man. Um. Anyway, he also goes, P.S. Friday the 13th is next Friday. So maybe a commentary on either one of the movies or episodes from the TV series. I suggest Jason Lives if y'all haven't already done it. Ow! Oh, shit. The odds of that. Actually, we read that already. Did we? And this is live, too. <laughs> so you're welcome. You're welcome. This is for you, man. We originally wanted to get Josh James on, but he couldn't. Yeah. Little bitch has to work nights now. Yeah, it's crazy talk because he wants to go to Vegas and spend lots of money on lots of hookers. Um, yeah. On the paranormal activity commentary as well, um, I do you recognize Robert Chardello? Um, I don't think so. I do not. I believe he is new. Um, so this was not a good movie, but your banter is always great, even if the movie is not. See. Robert, you get it. He gets it. Finally, somebody gets it. Somebody that can say the movie sucks while acknowledging that we don't necessarily suck. I mean, we do, but he still gets it. Zach. You know what, too? Uh, I I thought after we finished that commentary, after we wrapped up the recording, they should make a sequel spinoff called Paranormal Activia. Where they get Activia and they drink it and then they shit out a fucking haunted turd. Okay. Isn't that what Activia does? Isn't like I have no fucking clue, man. Remember fucking Jamie Lee Curtis was selling it on a commercial. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. She could star in it. So, Robert Chardello, thank you. 
I wish, listen, everybody out there that has talked shit, take a, take a lesson from Robert's message today. It's to be appreciated. It's to be strived for. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, because it's not about the movie being good. We've done plenty of bad movies. Uh, and, you know, when we do bad movies, a lot of times we go on tangents and we decide to have our own fun and talk about something else. That's just how we do it. We actually did talk about paranormal activity a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Um, you know what? And I'll cap it off with a good old classic Adrian Mendoza here. Thank you for commenting. As usual, we got, uh, he left a comment on Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which he commented on the original one too. So he came back. Did you listen to a second? Did you go back and listen to the episode again? Uh, that was the last, uh, retro or revival classic episode. So my theory was he saw the update in iTunes or Google and he listened to that and he decided to come back here and comment again. That's probably what happened. Let us know if yeah. that's what happened. If that is what happened, Adrian, then that tells us that the re-releasing of those revival classics is a good move, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, he comments on Texas Chainsaw 2. We already know it was a good idea anyway because it's my idea. True, true that. He says, still no wet dream on Elm Street. I love that all three of you guys have so much knowledge of Han horror movies. Uh, thank you. Um, eh, Zach's definitely the fucking most knowledgeable, trust me. Uh, and he really wants to do Wet Dream on Elm Street. So, Hell yeah! I don't know if you were talking about this on the last one. Oh, yeah, on Paranormal Activity you were. But maybe we'll put we'll release his solo one as like a, revo- uh, a vault episode. We should just do it together. We can, we can rate the nuts, the size of the nuts. <laughs> I'm just going to lie like a fishing trip. You know, I caught one this big. You can't see me. Like, oh, yeah, my God, I pumped 12 times, Zach. Beat that. No, I mean the, the nuts we're seeing in the movie. Oh, like, I thought. How, how oh. do you rate that nut? Oh, man. That's a 7 out of 10 nut. I don't know. Are we using, like, shot put rules? Like, distance? Yeah. Okay. Are we doing thickness? Yeah. The, the, we'll, we'll, Consistency? We'll grade them on a scale of all these different factors. That's disgusting. Um. Anyway. Color. <laughs> I'm not doing that with you, you know that. But like we said on the Paranormal Activity one, Zach got drunk one night and watched it and did a commentary by himself. And he sent it to me for my fucking birthday. And it was really creepy. I did not want to watch it because I had no idea what was going to go on in it. I don't think Zach quite remembers, so that should tell you. Anyway, I think it'd be interesting to release it as a vault episode. Maybe like as an iTunes exclusive to get some of you fuckers over to iTunes if you guys are only on YouTube. That'd be kind of fun, right? Yeah, but it, it probably sucks if I was already drunk. <laughs> well, that's why you got to listen to it first. And you got to listen to make sure you don't say anything too offensive. And you don't just like fall asleep halfway through it. And for God's sakes, we got to make sure you don't start beating off in the middle of it or something. And it's just a bunch of awkward noises and smack sounds. I'm going to have to go re-edit it and add those now. <laughs> but that would be cool, though. Like, let's say it is good and it's worthy. I think it'd be fun if it was an iTunes exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, because maybe we should start doing little things like that. Just to, you know, get some people over there. Because that's a nice segue. If you guys are watching on YouTube, that's awesome. Make sure you're subscribed. Click the bell for notifications. But do check us out on iTunes, Google Play, uh, or the Stitcher app. And try giving those a whirl in the actual pure podcast format, you know, where we get to have more fun. They sound better. Um, There's a lot more editing tricks. We get to have more fun. We get away with, you know, copyright shit. Uh, that we can on YouTube, and it's it's my preference as far as when I listen to our stuff. But uh, if you do, if you wouldn't, if you would be so kind, if you guys are on uh, YouTube, especially you guys that have been commenting on YouTube lately, some of you new guys, um, click the link that we'll have there in the description on YouTube, 
and follow it to go to iTunes. Um, at the very least, give us a subscribe there, but leave a five-star rating and a little comment, maybe like some kind of feedback, because that shit is like gold in podcast land. Because there's actually podcast charts, right? There is. Mm-hmm. And we want to rise in the ranks of that stuff. The more ratings we have, the more exposure we get. It's kind of like YouTube, right? Where, mm-hmm. you know, the, the people with millions and millions of subs, they kind of thwomp everybody. And, uh, you know, we want to get into the ear pussies of as many as you guys as possible, right? We want to inseminate those ear pussies. So show us some love. Do us do us a favor. We'll uh, we'll give you some cred and let us know in the comments over here if you did too. And we'll be sure to catch it and uh, give you shout outs. But anyway, that's all we got. Uh, please let us know in the comments as well if you guys have any film recommendations that we we should add to the list. I know we got a few we got to chip at, but uh, go ahead and keep stacking them on. And um, oh, also, hopefully, I really want to do a deep end. Um, I wanted to try and do one this weekend, Zach. We might. I just the topic I have to cover. It's just got. I really have to be in the zone for it, and I have to find out a way to talk about it. But um, so as of this listening. Maybe if I got down to it, there might be a, a deep end coming a day or two later. Um, if not, definitely by the next week. But uh, yeah, check out all our other shit, especially if you're new, man. We got interviews. We got podcasts galore, uh, different shows. Check out Mac and Zach Save the World uh, on their own separate YouTube channel. Uh, if you guys like slapstick, if you like Zach shit, just imagine Zach times two because he's got Mac with him and they just bounce off each other like a couple of retards. Uh <laughs> <laughs> they do drunken commentaries, which are absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, a lot of times it does end up with Zach falling and pulling a Chris Farley and breaking something. Um, sometimes it involves Mac just getting up and leaving and never coming back. Just, <laughs> sometimes, and actually more often than not, they always end up midway through with Zach uh, trying to convince Mac or whoever's on with him to do a porno. <laughs> we got to do one more after this, baby. One more movie. We do? That's what I say to him. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, we gotta do. And but everybody knows. But you're really drunk. Everybody knows what you want, man. And and the thing is, Zach too. It's funny because if you guys listen to the drunk commentaries, it, they they make the movie into a drinking game, right? So there'll be. Do you, you you guys usually have triggers in the movie that that call for a drink and you trigger the bell? We really don't. We just drink whatever. Take a shot. Ding. Yeah. Okay. Well, the drunker Zach gets, the gayer he gets. Yeah. And it's really fucking funny. I mean, it's it's really ridiculous. Um, but anyway, go check it out. Show some love. Uh, oh, last but not least, Zach's having a lot of fun with it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Go check out our Instagram channel. Obviously, we're on like Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Zach, why don't you read off the Twitter too? We don't pitch that shit enough. The, the, the links are all in the fucking description, baby, of the video. Well, say it too. Say it too. What's the Twitter? It's, uh, it's Rev House, right? At the Rev House. Check that out on Twitter. Uh, and obviously we're on the Revival House on Facebook. Uh, check us out in all those places. Uh, it's how you get all the updates and the alerts of what's coming and what's dropping. And that's for Mac and Zach Save the World. That's for all of them. Uh, we even, you know, actually, we actually post a lot of fucking Josh James's shit too. Like you, you kind of get, uh, the inside scoop on what's, what's out there. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. check out the Instagram where you get the real dank ass memes. Zach <laughs> likes to post some racy shit on there. The dank memes, baby. The dank stuff. So uh, show us some love on there. That's the rival. Is that Revival House too? Is that what it is? Uh, I think so. Revival House Network. I think. Yeah, Revival House Network. Um, I changed it because we don't have a website. So yeah, <laughs> I kept pissing me off looking at that. I'm like there's no. 
But uh, check it out. Show us some love. We'll catch you guys later. Adios. Bye bye, puppets. Catch you on the other side. That's good, man. Dude, that turned out to be a near two-hour commentary. Really? No, we were recording before. Oh. I was about to say, like, what the fuck? The movie's only an hour and 20-some minutes. Yeah.